0: <laughs> that is so rude. Can you be rude to people via Snapchat? Yeah, yes. go ahead. Welcome back. Welcome back.
1: Welcome back. You know who that's from?
0: Yeah, who welcome back. From? Um, what's his name? Cotter Potter. Yeah, Cotter. Cotter. Yeah. Yeah. I knew someone was being welcomed back.
1: It- We are being welcomed back to our podcast.
0: So I guess it's on me to give the obligatory apology for not being in the studio for two weeks.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you would like to, you know... I Be held accountable and well,
0: you know, I fall it, at
1: the feet of our audience and let them know why we didn't record for two weeks. Yeah,
0: to it. it it is it's my fault in a sense, in the sense that I had I had to work like round the clock for yeah, the last few it's, weeks. I
1: mean, it's not your fault, fault. I mean, yeah, was, I didn't it, it do not,
0: anything to cause this, but um, except have a job. Yeah, yeah. I, which I guess I'm kind of responsible for. <laughs> so again, I am very very sorry. To you, listener.
1: So we're back. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis. We're four in keep it on the screen. You know who it is, Mr. He's a lawyer, she's an actor, And you're tuning to them live. This is Last Name Basis. You
0: ready? Yes.
1: Okay. Um, we've been watching a lot of really good stuff lately.
0: Yeah. Well, we watched The Whiz, which oh, was my a very God. special thing. We
1: watched The Wiz live and it was just... So, so good. Patrick, I'm I'm excited to hear what you have to say about The Wiz Live because watching it with you is quite an experience. You know,
0: watching anything with me, according to you, is an experience. I don't no, know no, why. but no, That's
1: but, not true. I, there's tons of things that I watch with you that I... Yeah,
0: but the experience that you love so well is the fact that I don't know what I'm talking about and I don't know what I'm looking at. I love it. I and love it. And you really get off on that. You I, really get off on mean, like, you took notes during The Wiz. I did. For this podcast and all your notes were... Patrick doesn't know who so and so is. <laughs> Patrick doesn't know who this person is. It's Patrick so didn't recognize Uzo. <laughs> Patrick didn't I mean it's like all just Patrick didn't. <laughs> That's a new segment. A of new heart. segment, Patrick. New didn't. corner, the
1: Patrick didn't know corner. Yeah, no it was great. I mean at one point, oh my god, this was my funniest. The one of the There's so many funny Patrick moments while we were watching the Wiz live, but at one point um, it was, like, right after they killed the the Wicked Witch.
0: Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> In case you've never seen or heard of The Wizard of Oz.
1: So after she dies and everyone's, like, dancing and they're all, like, yay, we're so happy. Um, can you feel a brand new day? They're oh, all, like, yeah. so excited. Patrick goes, I was, like, damn, they are killing it. Like, they're so good. And Pat's, like, yeah, they, like, everybody knows all the steps. Like, every single person's getting the steps right. Oh and my I was, God. like, come on. I I, like looked at you i was like yeah, that's called choreography. <laughs> like, they, that's their job is to know the
0: fucking <laughs> yeah. hey. like,
1: Patrick was like, wow, dude. Like, not one person is off. Everybody is like smiling. They like, mm. were really
0: tight, though, is what I, I think that's where I was going with that.
1: Yeah, but it sounded as if you were like genuinely surprised that every single person, I mean, they're on national television. Like, there's not going to be one person in the corner, like, I'm just going to mark it. Like, I'm not going to really. Uh- I'm going to do, like, 75%. I know this is live, but, like, whatever. We'll fix it on the West Coast. Like, you know? Like, come on. That, That cracked me up. The costumes were so incredible. And honestly, I said this on Twitter, I'm a little bummed out that I have to wait until next year in order to have a whiz live inspired costume
0: oh for halloween yeah that was the first thing you said i'm going to be a poppy for halloween
1: i am going to be a poppy for halloween and actually i found out uh later on that a girl that we went to high school with did the headdresses for the poppies which is like oh, wow. really yeah. really cool um they were just so freaking sexy and i just yeah i really want to be they a poppy.
0: were they were they i thought they were Pretty much naked. I thought they had just body paint on. I thought they were just butt ass naked with with body. No, paint
1: they were wearing like a bodysuit type thing. Which the was the thinnest. Really hot.
0: But me. you can't be you can't be a lone poppy. This is I yeah, still you can. No, you can't just be one poppy out there because they were like the sirens. They work in a group.
1: Maybe I could have like some Barbies with me dressed as poppies, and I could like wear them on my shoulders.
0: Mmm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Do you I don't know what, what I mean? Like yeah. I'll have
1: like there would be like my little poppy crew.
0: Yeah, you'd have like a little poppy posse
1: poppy posse
0: yeah no i i think i think you need to get other people to do it with you
1: okay well just this is a this is an open call for a poppy posse if anyone <laughs> is interested um we'll be taking applications through twitter and i will see you in october 2016 you've got a lot of time to get ready for that bodysuit because um, i'm gonna be ready by october mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's start go. working now. We got a lot of time. <laughs> no, I, I
0: know the evolution of this. It's going to start out with your dream of being a poppy, then it's going to default to what is the Whitney Houston movie?
1: No, don't tell anybody, Patrick. Oh, what? You're not. No one's supposed to know about that costume. The bodyguard, Patrick. I, me saying to you, no one's supposed to know. Then don't fucking say it.
0: Oh, okay, all right. I didn't oh. know it was a secret. I mean, it was made in the eighties.
1: It's not the movie's not a secret. Like the <laughs> possibility of us doing this as a Halloween costume is a secret. Oh, okay. I don't all want right. anyone to steal it. And now you fucking said it on the podcast, and someone's gonna do it.
0: I'm pretty sure people have thought of this. I'm just, I'm just. Saying, I have it's, never it's... seen
1: anyone else. Be,
0: motherfucker! Well, now you're going to be a poppy anyway, so it doesn't matter.
1: Okay, well, if you're in an interracial relationship, you guys should be the bodyguard for Halloween. (laughs) That was my genius idea like two years ago, and then we've never been able to do it. Like something has always come up, and I just thought it would be really funny for Patrick to be Kevin Costner, and I want to be queen of the night, because she's the queen of the night. She doesn't sing like that, but you know what I mean. I want to have like the silver outfit. yeah.
0: Maybe yeah, I know. We'll, I saw the dress.
1: Maybe we can. It's not a dress.
0: It's well, a, a bodysuit. No, leggings. Not
1: really a bodysuit. Patrick <laughs> doesn't know the difference. Patrick doesn't know the difference between leggings, tights, and leg warmers. The other day, he's like, "I almost bought you some. I almost bought you some um, tights that only came up to the knee." I was like, "That's not a t- that's not a tight.
0: I don't need to hear your I don't need to hear your <laughs> definition of leggings and tights and and leg warmers again. No,
1: no, no, but say it. You said that they that they were a tight that only came up to the knee. <laughs> yes.
0: And then, and then I was like I was like they're like leg warmers. What do you call those? you were like leg warmers.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz you said they didn't have feet on the bottom, right? Right.
0: No, they were they were leg warmers it turned out.
1: And you almost bought, why did you almost buy me Leg warmers? Because
0: they look cool, and then I thought, Fran, I, I will think that Fran will find these cool, and then I'll buy them, and I'll give them to you, and you'll turn your nose up at them, <laughs> and then I'll feel stupid, and like I've wasted 30 bucks.
1: Um. Yeah, so did you have anything else you want to say about The Wiz Live before we move on to some other shows we were watching?
0: Yeah, well, no, I was thinking about this, because I, I can't stand musicals, but... I don't. You can't? I can't, but I can. It's so strange. God,
1: I, we are the weirdest couple. I
0: hate musicals, but at the same time, I like and have liked every musical I've ever seen. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: so wait, wh- then where did you come up with the fact that you hate musicals? I don't
0: know. I had a number of epiphanies during The Wiz Live, and this is one of them, probably the biggest, is that I think I hate musicals because I heard... Music from musicals before I ever saw a musical,
1: right? And if you hear the music outside of the musical, it sounds like really ridiculous. It's so
0: cheesy and all the weird inspirational key changes, like that is like the mark of a. And of also a musical. like
1: weird talking in the middle of songs, where they're like, "I know what we should do. We should do the thing." And then <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Wait, why is there like yes. a talking break in the middle of this song?" Yeah, and it's
0: and, all very dramatic, and it
1: feels really like it just feels super cheesy.
0: It does, yeah, and I think that. That's why, because I heard some music, some songs from key musicals, because I had friends who were in musical theater, right. and they would listen to them and play them for me, and I was like, God, that sucks. Like, you know, I'm like, you know, I was listening to like Metallica at the time, you know, right. as a kid, right? And uh, and I think that despite having liked every musical I've ever seen, I still, in theory can't stand the idea of a musical it's so weird so
1: you were really like you were But i
0: think i realized that that's the reason why that is okay
1: yeah you have to see it in context in order to enjoy it Mm -hmm. otherwise the song makes no sense you're like why are people talking what are they talking about like you can't actually like visualize the story when you're just hearing the music if you don't know the actual story
0: yeah i thought the i thought the tin man was probably the best well i don't know the lion was really good
1: David Allen Greer was the lion, and he killed it. He was so so freaking good. Um, and I thought Neo was really really good too, which I I, I tried to
0: I tried to look up Neo because you were that was one of the people you were Ooh, giving yeah, me a Patrick hard time. Oh yeah,
1: Patrick didn't know who Neo was.
0: Yeah, you were giving me a hard time about not knowing who Neo was, so I tried to look him up, and I just got I just got like Keanu Reeves from The Matrix. <laughs>
1: Because you didn't know how to spell. it Because I didn't know right. how to spell.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize it was N E Y O. Well, yeah, like, who spells Neo that way?
1: Neo does. Neo
0: does. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Um, I I thought that Uzo as the as Glinda the Good Witch was just a vision. It was amazing. I almost mm. I almost started crying when she came out.
0: Oh, you see, Yeah, you you did. <laughs> you did.
1: I was like, I was just like. You know, here's the thing, and here's why I think that you maybe don't understand like why seeing Uzo as the good witch was such a big deal for me. <laughs> okay, you can laugh, sorry, but you're going to no, feel sorry. really you're going to feel really stupid when I say this.
0: Oh, okay. Um, hold on, let me get my serious face on.
1: Okay, it is a really big deal to see a dark-skinned black woman with a big ass gap in her tooth standing there and being hailed as beautiful. Like, she comes down and Dorothy says, oh my God, she's beautiful. And it's this moment of, like, we don't... I rarely have gotten to see, in my childhood, I certainly didn't get to see... Dark skinned black women being portrayed as beautiful and being portrayed as like the ingenue and as the hero. Like the dark-skinned black woman was like loud and sassy and over sexualized, and which you know, mm-hmm. those things are can be um, authentic to different types of people, but when you only see black women presented as one narrow thing, it does have negative consequences. And so for me to see Uzo up there just looking so freaking radiant. I was just like this is a really freaking big deal to see a black woman as like the beautiful, inspirational, like she just was amazing. I, it was so so cool. And again, something that you really don't get to see on television. So yeah, I did almost cry because I was like she is a she is a very beautiful woman but by like Eurocentric white beauty standards she's looks she has this big natural hair she mm-hmm. has this dark skin and like she, i read this or saw this really great video where she talked about wanting to fix her gap and her mom saying that like their that gap has been in their family and 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 you know has always been seen as like a sign of beauty but here is not seen as a sign of beauty mm. and that like it was kind of um a revolutionary thing to embrace something that everyone else sees as like a negative thing Mm -hmm. so like I just look at her as just like so beautiful and revolutionary and now you should feel dumb
0: for laughing at me I I actually yeah you got me (laughs) You, you got me with that
1: Another show that I think you were skeptical about that I have tried to convince you to watch, and seems like you're interested in in now, is My Crazy ex uh, Crazy ex Girlfriend.
0: Yeah, it's a great show. It's a great show. I wasn't skeptical about that one. It just you was, were? No, not really. I mean, it has like a like a like a cheesy vibe to it. I know it's purposeful, yeah. and that's kind of the the angle of the show, but you know it just didn't seem like it was for me and then yeah. once i once i watched it because you were watching it and i happened to be on the same couch mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> once that happened i realized that there's there's more depth and and a lot more darkness to it yeah, than so, you would have originally assumed
1: so listen i am on like a one person campaign to help crazy ex girlfriend because this show has been really screwed over by cw the name of the show is freaking terrible and i realize that a lot of people are turned off by the title
0: it is the most cliche title it's, for a tv show i think i've come across it's in a, a long time
1: terrible name for a television show but c w has not marketed the biggest thing about this show that makes it so different is it's a musical show for me it's what Glee should have been it's original songs that are really funny and really clever and, and they, a little bit morbid and a little morbid and they also like poke fun at like pop culture and television and music and music in general like the songs will be like she had one My one of my favorite songs is the sexy getting ready song and the song is all about how she's getting ready to go on a date and she has to wax and like get rid of her mustache and she has to do all this stuff but like the song is like a sexy R&B song so like, she's kind of making fun of the culture of like sexiness and music but like here's what really goes into being sexy is that I have to like burn my legs to try and get like my body hair off you mm-hmm. know what I mean like yeah. squeeze into my spanks. you know what I mean it's like very honest and relatable and funny and I feel like the CW in none of the advertising you've seen the ads around the city right it's like a picture of Rachel Bloom with like a, a balloon that's been cut
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I have seen those.
1: Nothing about that says musical. Nothing about that tells you what it's about. It doesn't even say, like, your new favorite musical comedy. Like, nothing. Like, I tweeted about the show, and people were like, it's a musical? Like, oh, my God, that's the only reason you should be watching is because the music is so freaking good.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a good show. I mean, I I think the rest of it works pretty well too.
1: Right, but what I'm saying is I think you-
0: I like the fact that she's actually uh, like a real life mess and it's there, but it's it's all through the lens of this very uh, I don't I don't know, like almost Disney vibe to it. Yeah,
1: it's like super sparkly, like yeah. sweet, syrupy sweet, you know, you like the big smile on her face and it's very it's very tongue in cheek, but yeah. I but I do think the musical part of it is what really sets it apart. There's not any other musical shows on television right now, so like, why aren't they selling it? As... What happened to Glee?
0: Is that not on the air anymore? No,
1: it's not on the air anymore.
0: Well, thank God.
1: It hasn't been on in a while, and Glee got really, really, really bad, which is why I said I feel like this is what Glee should have been. Like the first episodes of Glee were really like smart, and it was really like commenting on. TV and, like, pop music and stuff. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what this show does. And then Glee stopped doing that, and it became, like, super soap opera, like, drama.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, it was pretty... I watched a few episodes at the beginning, and oh, it was, I was pretty good. I was
1: so into it at first.
0: I know. I bought you I bought you <laughs> tickets to the live Glee show. Salon
1: and I definitely went to the Glee You
0: guys loved it. Glee
1: live. No, it was great. I mean, you it was a concert. came home singing all
0: the songs. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, well, and they also did pop songs. So they did songs <laughs> that were already popular and, like, good songs, you know. Whereas this show... Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is all original songs. You know what I mean? I just feel Mm -hmm. like CW has really dropped the ball. Like all of the videos should be going viral. Like they should be everywhere. I tweeted them and I was like, hey, can you just hire me to help promote the show? Because you are doing it all wrong. I have not gotten a response yet. (laughs) But uh, they're on a break right now. You should definitely check it out on demand or on Hulu or however it is that you consume television. It's really, really good, and I just, I just don't want it to get canceled.
0: It probably will, because everything you love gets canceled. But no, that's okay.
1: I really don't want it to get canceled. I feel like it's so freaking funny. It is. It's
0: really good. Watch it. Help them. I guess tweet the CW. I don't know how this works. <laughs>
1: yeah, watch the show, and if you do like it, like tweet them and let you let them know that you liked it and, and you're watching it. Because I do think that that makes a difference. So Fran. Yes.
0: You had a birthday recently. Oh my
1: god, I did Happy
0: birthday. Thanks. It was. How old are you?
1: I just turned thirty two. Do you know what song that is? Yes,
0: yeah, the thirty two song by Fabulous. God, no. No. no,
1: no, Taylor Swift has a song called 22. And I really have spent the past year excited about the prospect of singing that song. Oh, yeah, and, really?
0: Yeah, no, I really, really have. It's, the disturbing thing is I believe you. No,
1: it's it's like absolutely freaking true. Like, I really like that song. Like, I, I talked about this online that I have such a complicated relationship with Taylor Swift because she's not a good singer, and I think that she is like white feminist personified. But she writes some damn good pop songs. They're very catchy. Like mm-hmm. I like singing her pop songs, and that's one that I I thoroughly enjoy.
0: What about uh, when I was thirty two?
1: What is that?
0: That's from um, shit. I have to know this stuff going into these yeah,
1: things. Yeah, I, I was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> I think it was when I was seventeen. When I was seventeen.
1: What is the rest of that I'm song?
0: A... I don't know any more than that. And you
1: don't know who it's by? God damn! God, you are, <laughs> you are so
0: bad. <laughs> I'm keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Ran over to you.
1: Um. Yeah. So I turned thirty-two uh, like a week and a half ago. I guess I don't know. I can't really remember. And
0: you are so difficult to buy presents for, and I know why. Why? It's because you just buy yourself whatever you want. That's true.
1: That's true. I you You're know It's like I
0: want a Fitbit, I got a Fitbit now.
1: Listen, I bought myself a Fitbit for my birthday and it's now been a solid week and a half and I fucking love it. It is so great. It gives you a little um a little like a celebration when you hit 10,000 steps mm-hmm. and it like it like vibrates to tell you and I seriously some days I'll be like you know what I'm getting off the train a stop early so I can walk a little extra further and hit my 10,000 steps.
0: That's what way back when we were when I specifically was shit talking all of these health and fitness oh, electronic right! devices That's that was the comment that we got on Twitter from a number of people saying yeah but before I had it I didn't realize how much I wasn't walking yes. and it encouraged me to actually make the Effort to do exactly. More
1: walking. Like when I work out and stuff, I definitely see that I have a lot of steps. But then, for example, um, on Thursday, I we filmed for Decoded, and I was sitting the entire time. And it was mm-hmm. like I had a really early call time, so I took a cab there.
0: So how many steps are you supposed to get to?
1: 10,000.
0: Oh. What, what did you? say I that said already?
1: that like five times.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Ten? I thought you were just talking about steps. I missed no, the ten thousand. Ten
1: thousand is like the number yeah. is like your goal every well, why day. Why is? Why
0: is my program is far less? I only I only need twelve steps. <laughs> why? Why is you? Why do you have Look so many a, steps? What
1: kind of program are you? What kind <laughs> of program? Like, can I just tell well, you? I
0: can't tell you because it's anonymous.
1: I. Uh, <laughs> Okay, can I just tell you that as soon as you said that, I had a moment of like, wait, what is Patrick talking about? Like, (laughs) I was like, you don't have a fit. I was like, you don't have a Fitbit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your 12 steps, unless it's on your arm. Unless it's in bracelet form, we don't care. The
1: only steps that are, that it means something. I'm really serious, though. it really has helped me, and i'm not I'm not getting paid for telling you about this, and i'm not I don't have some like deal with Fitbit. I actually just my friend has one and and she really loves hers, and I had been thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna buy one for myself, yeah.
0: About? But that's how you do. But that's how you do every. I mean, if you yeah, want something, true. you just go out and get it, and it makes. It I'm really an independent
1: difficult. woman, and I, you know what I mean. You
0: definitely are, but it leaves very few present options for the rest <laughs> of us.
1: So, what did you tell everyone what you got me for uh, my birthday?
0: I got an adult coloring book, yeah. which is not like like not porn not with, porn. Yeah, it's it's no, not, no one is. It's naked. not porn with colored pencils, <laughs> uh, and a crayon set. <laughs> They're did all say, skin tones. Did you say crayon? Crayon.
1: You don't say crayon
0: or crown no. No, you that's say That's what stupid people say. You
1: say cran.
0: Yeah. Crayon. God, it's that, a crayon.
1: That sounds terrible. It's a crayon.
0: It's not a crayon, it's a cran. It's crayon.
1: It's spelled C-R-A-Y-O-N. It's not a It's spelled crayon.
0: Yeah, but that's not how crayon pronounces it. Cran pronounces it cran.
1: How who have you heard that But it's say? like an
0: elongated middle like syllable. So you're just like cran. Like you can't say cran. Because that's like a cranberry. Like, no, no, no. That's juice. definitely,
1: that's definitely like, look, like Victoria's, and, Victoria's in the, you looking disgusted. You she says say... crayon. She says crayon like no. a normal fucking human being <laughs> that knows how to like, well, speak. Well, lazy people say crayon. I guess they do. Um, yeah. Adult coloring books are a thing now. And I think it was a great present because um, Pat saw me coloring in my other adult cray- coloring book. Um, <laughs> I almost said crayon. I almost said it. See, you're a fucking infiltrating my brain um my friend andrea pippins made a book called i love my hair and it is a coloring book of just like these beautiful illustrations of girls with natural hair and like braids and head wraps and cool like uh typography about hair and stuff and so I've been pretty actively coloring in it and so I think it was really smart of Patrick to say you know what I'm gonna get you another coloring book that's
0: that is so funny I like how you have now an assortment of of coloring books an
1: assortment I have two. Well,
0: you're also you're also bragging about how much coloring you've been doing. Like no, it's, no,
1: no. Uh, listen, I'm really... like it's like
0: really like you know a mark of an effective person.
1: Okay, <laughs> but see, but, okay, but can we like can I just like get some real talk for one second? <laughs> coloring. Has become a big thing for adults because it is therapeutic. I really—it absolutely is. It I, totally is. Yeah. Okay. So the other book that Pat got me is um, *The Animal Kingdom* by Millie Morada. I think that's how you say her name. Um, if you want to check out either of these books, I've been snapchatting about them, so you might have seen them if you're following me on Snapchat, Lee on Snapchat. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I fucking you know that I love that place. Yes, you do. But these drawings are really intricate. The animal kingdom one is on another fucking level. Like I thought Andrea's That's book was detailed. That's what makes it adult
0: because children are literally do not We're have like, the motor skills. This! <laughs>
1: just throw it out the window to color these photos it is really really intricate and so it really takes a level of focus to just sit there and stay inside the lines and i like like picking out all the colors that i want to use like i look at the page i say you know what i'm feeling like a greenish blue motif for this you know what i'm saying like it's very mm. you don't you can't think about anything else because you just have to focus why are you looking at me like that
0: i because this is hilarious you extolling the virtues of adult coloring
1: Listen, I think this is a great Christmas. Christmas, Hanukkah's coming up, Kwanzaa's coming up, Mm -hmm. birthdays, whatever it is. I think this is a great present because I, you know what I do? I do while while I'm eating my breakfast in the morning. Hmm. It's just like a reflective part of my day. Start with a little light coloring. (laughs)
0: Uh, I, work up work up to the game where everyone holds a part of the parachute and you bounce balls on it.
1: What, what was that about? You had to run <laughs> under the parachute? Yes. I freaking hated that shit. <laughs> but nothing about that said physical fitness. <laughs>
0: no. Well, you did have to sort of move your arms. And it was a game and it was active. I mean, it was yeah, an activity that you but could do.
1: because there were so many kids holding that parachute, you could also be the one... Like not slacker. Pulling your weight. Like weight. I bet pulling you're the your one
0: weight. I bet you're the one in the revolving door that doesn't doesn't actually do any pushing. Oh my god I God, hate, I hate that.
1: I no, I just hate the revolving door. Like I I'm Yeah, not- but
0: there's nothing worse than somebody in the middle of the revolving door that you're going through and they're looking at their phone <laughs> and me. waiting for you to push it along for them. You're like, dude, you're the one in the door. Yeah, that is. You me. need to push your you need to pull your weight here.
1: I'm just like, I I I sometimes I do push. I'm like honestly afraid of getting stuck in the revolving door. <laughs>
0: like, honestly, I'm usually coloring at that point, <laughs> so.
1: No, I like run in, I just like run in and like run out as soon as I can, because I just get like, I don't really have claustrophobia, but I do feel, I feel like one wrong move, and I'm going to miss the door to get out of the revolving door. <laughs> It'll and,
0: come back, you'll get a second chance, <laughs> and a third no, chance.
1: Oh, there, <laughs> bye, <laughs> then I can just walk out. Um, I'm really proud of us because we. Have wait, wait, wait,
0: wait! Just pack up real quick. The adult coloring book is the only thing I got for Fran. I got her some other gifts too. I just want—I just didn't want to leave it on the.
1: Oh, what were the other gifts you got me?
0: You don't—you don't remember?
1: I remember. I'm just making you say them.
0: Uh, you look like you don't remember. I remember. Okay. Okay. No, I didn't even need to say them. I just wanted to point out before our audience got the impression that for your birthday you got an adult coloring book.
1: I mean, I still think that's a very nice gift.
0: It is nice. It is nice. But there were other things. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, you got me other things, and one of those presents, well...
0: Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Well, let's not talk about these okay. other presents.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, we won't. We'll leave that one out.
0: <laughs> I got other presents in addition to that present, though. <laughs> Jesus, Fran. Can can I like do one thing on the podcast that isn't met with with criticism and harsh words?
1: <laughs> Whatever. You just like shit talked my adult coloring book that you bought for me, so I don't <laughs> even want to hear
0: it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's kind of true.
1: Okay. Can I give us a pat on the back? now am
0: i part of this pat on the back or am i going to am i going to interject and you're going to no i just said us okay
1: we are now people that host dinner parties what yes we've hosted not one not two but three dinner parties in the past two weeks that's amazing and kudos to us yeah now i feel that you know, we've passed the threshold where we are now qualified to give other people advice about throwing dinner parties because we've had three of them.
0: Yes. So this segment is called So You Want to Be an Adult.
1: <laughs> no. Ooh, I do like that as a, a regular segment on our on our podcast.
0: We're in the middle of that segment oh, right okay. now. Oh, okay. Great, great,
1: Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, got, I got sidetracked by the segment. I was like, this segment
0: is beautiful. Do you want an intro for that? Ooh. So You Want to Be an Adult. Or we can modify it so you want to be a classy adult or something like that.
1: Mm, I don't know. I'll think about it. Maybe maybe when you get into the editing phase of the podcast, you'll come up with something cool. Maybe some gunshots. Yeah. You know, if, if, if it's left to me,
0: it'll be a shit show. You want so. to be an adult. <laughs> I don't know what that means.
1: Um, so here are our top three tips to commemorate the three dinner parties that we've thrown. <laughs> to help you have a successful dinner party. Number one, marry someone who can cook. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is that's a great way to get the cooking done.
1: That's what I did.
0: That is what you did and I in turn married someone who would do the dishes.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, I um, you know, it might take me a week, but I'll get them done.
0: <laughs> they are still there. <laughs>
1: no, that's whoa, oh, last night. I'm sorry. That's
0: not even true. It did take me over a week. Yeah, I was like this pot is from our first dinner party <laughs> and this pan is from our second dinner party. No, know, it
1: was <laughs> listen, it was really we had a long rough week, Pat, yeah. you know, Patrick had some really late nights at work. So so there was no rush to get the the cleaning done. So you know we I left some pans. Um, number two,
0: put the table in the center of the room. I don't know why this works, but suddenly it just seems better.
1: Yeah, it really it really just changed our whole. Just hold the whole chi of our apartment. Number three, don't invite vegetarians over or people with dietary restrictions.
0: Yeah, it just really complicates things. So if you have somebody who say like <laughs> is gluten intolerant, just tell them like you're busy that day. Just
1: don't invite them to your dinner party. Yeah, then like, you have to sorry. cook extra stuff. Yeah, it
0: just it becomes it becomes a, a real hassle. Uh, number four, invite people who will bring over food so that you don't have to cook it.
1: Ooh, oh number five see, we're ugh, we were only supposed to do three. Oh,
0: well now, now we've got four. Okay,
1: I have another one though.
0: Okay, well now we've got five.
1: Um tell everyone to bring a bottle of wine so then you can have tons of wine at your house. You'll
0: be drunk for weeks. You
1: will have so much alcohol. So just tell everyone to bring a bottle. That what, was the ma- what was that, number five? Yeah, that was number five. Number six. Mm, what's number six?
0: Number six is have Please leave music ready. So you know the exit music, like when the lights come up at the end oh, of a show and everyone's like, this really sucks. Like, I don't want to hang around in these seats now. Everything is clearly over. So you play some some something no one wants to hear. like um, Mr. Bungle? You can do something. <laughs> <laughs> we have audience members who like Mr. Bungle. I
1: think you're lying.
0: Could you please tweet at Fran and tell her that Mr. Bungle is awesome? I
1: bet you I don't get one tweet.
0: I'll bet you you'll get at least one tweet and it will be telling you how much they heard Mr. Bungle and hated it.
1: Oh my god, yeah. Mr. Bungle's terrible. Um, we didn't do that. We- no, we didn't.
0: We actually liked our guests though, so it you know, it worked out.
1: Yeah, that's more of like a a uh, what's the word uh, that's something that you're like preparing for that you might not need. You got to keep that in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. I do like that one. Um, you know what? I think that those are sufficient um, tips for having a successful dinner party. Please let us know if you use these tips. And if they don't work, then maybe you did them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are going to do some news. Do we have a news intro, Patrick? Mmm. <laughs> that sounded yeah that
0: was great that was great yeah I killed it
1: um so you know we took two weeks off from the podcast and the world just went to shit while we weren't here and we've just had so many shootings
0: proof that last name basis is the only thing holding the social world together
1: yeah I I'm pretty sure that if we had recorded these things still would have happened you it was just know. more of like a damn a lot of stuff happened while we weren't here and it's just really it's really like upsetting so the the shooting at Planned Parenthood happened uh-huh. and then we just had a shooting at San Bernardino we had a shooting in Georgia and You know, it begs the question of, like, what are we supposed to do about gun violence, how we talk about gun violence, especially when the shooter is white. You know, I did a video about the white terrorist bingo. And, you know, it's comical in the sense that, like, it's satirizing how terrible our media is. But at the same time, it's really, really bad. But every single time the shooter is white, they do the same thing.
0: Exactly the same thing.
1: They talk about, like, what a nice person he was, and they interview his family, and then people say that he was a loner. Right.
0: All the reasons that you never saw this coming because he was an average Joe, and this was an isolated incident.
1: Right, exactly. And then, and then, and then the thing that always really pisses me off is people use mental illness as a scapegoat. And I see a lot of, like, well-meaning people doing it, too. Like, people that I think should have a little bit more like they should know better.
0: Well, it's I don't think it's about knowing better. I think it's about that is actually a logical conclusion for somebody who doesn't have all the facts, hasn't seen the pattern, because you are are very aware of the pattern involved in these things. I mean, there's plenty of resources out there now that show that there is no particular connection between mental illness and high rates of violence. Right. People who fall into that category, which is a very broad category. Exactly. exactly. And covers a lot of different types of, quote, mental illness. So really shouldn't be lumped together in that way in the first place. But even people who, who could fall into that category or be said to be suffering from some mental Mental illness aren't actually more violent than most other people. No, they're than the, really than the not people who are not considered mentally ill. But you know that, so no.
1: But here, that's the thing, though, and I think that that's <laughs> what bothers me is that like people with mental illness are so stigmatized that. Average people really believe that saying, oh, well, that person must be mentally ill is not a bad thing because they really associate mental illness with violence, being racist, Mm -hmm. being a bad person. And so when someone does something that we don't understand or we disagree with, the response is, well, that person must just be mentally ill or they must be crazy. And it's like, no, just because someone does something you don't agree with does not mean that they have a mental illness. P.S. There are lots of people with mental illness that are like, just normal yeah, people no. who go about their business and don't hurt anybody. And like when you can when you perpetuate that idea, those are the people that suffer. Because yeah. because like no one understands what they're dealing with and then the minute that they you know that a lot of people are afraid to get treatment for mental illness or to acknowledge that they or admit that they have a mental illness or share that with people because it's so stigmatized that when you do reveal to someone that you're struggling with something or this is something that you've dealt with over however many years or whatever people jump to like oh my god well maybe they're like going to be violent or something they're going to do something certainly
0: a stigma creates that sort of uh, reception right and yeah. so
1: i see people who are again well-meaning intelligent people using this I you know, I hear people say all the time well if you kill somebody like you must be crazy it's like do so you really believe every single person who has ever killed someone has mental illness
0: that's a pretty foolish thing to say I mean because that person I suspect wouldn't also say yeah there should be no one in jail for murder they should all be in hospitals under state ch- control right and, and and
1: also we have tons of people with mental illness in jail that aren't getting treatment and aren't being taken care of so like right. to use this idea of like well it must be mentally ill right
0: like, until they actually do it and they're on trial and then no one wants to say mental illness at that point no one wants to say let's actually consider treatment for this person who might actually be mentally ill and
1: not to mention the fact that this like they must be mentally ill basically skirts or sidesteps actually looking at the causes of these mass shootings and Mm, of gun violence and most recently paul ryan's dumbass came out and says you know mental illness has been a common theme with these shootings and we need to fix our mental illness laws and our policies so that we can we can fix things and i just want to say fuck you you paul ryan because (laughs) you are one of the people who has really pushed to cut medicaid funding which guess what that helps people that are actually mentally ill so like these people who call out like oh mental illness they don't actually give a fuck about people that are struggling with mental illness because these republicans time and time again want to cut funding that helps people that are actually mentally ill Mm -hmm. they only bring it up so that they don't have to talk about gun violence like the real causes which is like access to guns and like
0: access to guns is a huge one
1: yeah well and 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 again like i just think it's so much more complicated than blaming one thing and it really pisses me off that like we continue to stigmatize a huge population of our country that is like minding their own business and a not population doing a
0: population that in in some cases we've created yeah. <laughs> and and in other cases, well in all cases we're responsible for. I mean there are population. It's it's crazy that we take this approach where it's like well, that person is that, and so we can we can push them off into a box and ignore them. No, when you identify a member of your population, you say, and I, I don't agree that it's mental illness that's causing these shootings, right. but even if you did say it's mental illness that's causing these shootings, what should be the result of that is a lot of talk about policy to address mental illness. Right. But you don't see that, no. which, which makes it clearly it. disingenuous.
1: Exactly, because you didn't see it before we started scapegoating you know, these these mass shootings, because guess what? People that are mentally ill need help no matter freaking what. But like they only want to bring it up as the possible. Oh, now we need to think about them getting help for those people because they might go shooting up the place. It's like, what are you talking about? But You're still not
0: hearing that. Nobody. I've heard very little.
1: Paul Ryan. I've heard a few people say it.
0: Now, for the yes, first time. For the first time. For the first time. Despite the how many shootings that have happened right. that have caused this conversation to be ongoing and have caused all of the accounts of mental illness and I mean, like, we've been talking about this for a long time and nobody has said we need to really consider how we treat mental illness. Some people have, but they're they're the they're the people who know what they're talking about and yeah. also aren't blaming the violence on mental illness.
1: Right. Well the thing is is like honestly, people that are mentally ill have a higher rate of being harmed by someone else, usually like their caretaker or harming themselves than they do like going out and actually shooting people or or killing people. So, I mean, I feel like that comparison is just so ill-informed. (laughs) Like If you actually look at the numbers, it's the complete freaking opposite. But I also, something that really, like, surprised me, and I hear this a lot, and I heard this with the San Bernardino shooting, is people that say, well, if those people had guns, they could have protected themselves. Mm -hmm. As if, like, more guns is going to keep us from having gun violence? Not possible. And so I posted about this on my Facebook page because a friend of mine wrote something about how, you know, he's had lots of encounters where he cut somebody off and the person like flipped out on him or he like kicked someone's chair and they got really mad and like screamed in his face. You know, people just fly off the handle for like stupid bullshit and how – The idea of everyone being armed like those situations would have been a million times worse if someone had had a gun. And when I post about this on Facebook, I was so surprised how many people, people who like, I don't know them, but I've seen their name before. Like they've commented on stuff. They were like, you can't take our guns. I was like, wait, but Mm. no one, I'm not saying take your guns. I'm just saying like more guns doesn't help gun violence. The Post was not saying we need to go take people's guns away. The Post was just, just saying that when these acts of violence happen, there are people, there are politicians who come out and say, well if the people at San Bernardino had been armed then they would have been able to stop the shooter and then we would not be in this situation That
0: doesn't happen either
1: and that's not like a solution that's not a viable solution to gun violence is to have more people with guns because more people with guns means more people that just means well, anytime you talk to someone they could have a gun
0: Untrained people with guns are not going to help a situation If you have a you know an active shooter scenario and you have a lot of other people just bystanders, just normal people running into the fray with guns. You're just going to see a lot of shooting. They're going to shoot each other. Yeah. I mean, think about it. More bullets in the air means more opportunities we for really people shot. to be hit by those bullets. Absolutely. And these are people who are going to be poorly trained. They're not working in tandem with other people like law enforcement would. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're not. They're not cut out to respond to a situation. I mean, shit. Our police, who are allegedly oh trained, my God. aren't cut out to respond to some of the situations they respond to so poorly. And that's clear. If they can't handle it and they're, they're our, oh my God, that's uh, their our best effort, then how is some random average person on the street with a gun going to do any better? I had a friend who went to get his gun permit. And he said someone actually raised their hand and said, what happens if we see a terrorist? Can we shoot them? It's like... And How let's be real. stupid what? can you be? Like, that's not even a viable question because now you're thinking you're going to, what, witness a terrorist? You know what you're going to do? You're going to look—you're going to say, there's a Muslim— yeah. Exactly. That's what that per- like that's, that's what, what that-
1: happened. That's what's been happening in the wake of all of these fucking and, and we were talking about this the other night that like it feels like the motion is to not really address the problem but to get people more scared because every time this shit happens gun sales go up. Everybody yep. runs to go buy a gun and say like, "Okay, like I'm going to protect myself." And it feels like a lot of people are more excited by the prospect of getting to be the hero and shooting somebody right. rather than actually like then, protecting themselves. Than
0: a logical, reasoned self-defense. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what it is. Those are the hands that you're putting guns into.
1: You know what's really interesting, too? That I'm so glad that you brought up the cop thing, and I hadn't really even thought about that. In our hometown, I don't know if you saw this, um, there was a, a, a black guy who had a permit for a concealed weapon. Like, he had a permit. I, again, this is everybody's talking about, You got to have guns to protect yourself. So this is a black man who had a permit to carry a concealed weapon. His car broke down on the side of the road at like two o'clock in the morning. He's waiting for a a tow truck to come and get him. And an um, undercover cop who is not on duty, unmarked car, off-duty cop, pulls up beside him or behind him, gets out of his car. The guy is like, okay, maybe I'm going to be robbed or something. So he takes out his gun. The cop fucking shoots and kills him. And it's like, well, he had a gun. Okay. Well, <laughs> you what the you were in an unmarked police vehicle. You weren't on duty. And and we live in a place where legally he was allowed to have a gun yeah. for protective reasons. So again, we're creating this society where everybody's gonna be on edge because you see a gun and you think, okay, that person might harm me. Right. And 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 again, when I talk about this stuff. I don't know that legislation is what's going to fix it because guess what? He legally was allowed to have a gun.
0: Well, when it comes to when it comes to was was it a white officer? Yeah, it was a
1: white officer rolling up on a black guy at like two o'clock in the morning. Legislation
0: won't like racism cannot be dealt with via legislation. No, It's, it's impossible because a lot of the laws that allow for the racism that we see perpetrated by police. Right are neutral on their face. I mean, they're neutral laws, but you have people employing them. And so now they're saying, well, I thought he was suspicious. Why? Because he had a bulge in his waistband. Why? Because he was black.
1: Right. And exactly. that's
0: really what it comes down. To. Of course, nobody says the last part,
1: but. right? And so here, here again, this idea of like, well, everyone should be armed, is really about white people being armed. Like, let's be real, because yeah. we've got open, we've got uh, you know, open carry states like Texas, where John Crawford was holding a you know a BB gun in the store in an in a in a, in a country in a state where open carry le- legally you could carry a gun. It wasn't a real gun; it was a BB gun. But he was carrying it around, and the cops still shot him. Meanwhile while you got white people showing up with guns at target and like no one's shooting and killing them because they live in a fucking open carry state you know what i mean like it's same with ohio where tamir rice happened that's an open carry state again he was a kid playing with a toy gun but if if they really believed he was an adult which the woman who called said a man has a gun legally He's allowed to have that gun. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he legally in an open carry state, you could walk around with a fucking gun. So when people say like, "Oh, well more guns are what's going to protect us," Like you said, our cops aren't even able to make rational decisions when they see guns or when they see people that they perceive as a threat. And so now you want, like, everyone and their brother to be just walking hey, around with a gun? All it's
0: going to do is is raise tension, raise fears, and cause more Wild West mentality. That's the only thing that can, can be served by putting more guns in more hands. That That's it. That's all there is to it.
1: I just feel like it's so complex. I feel like there's not one cut-and-dry solution. like
0: I, I, I'm not saying there's one cut-and-dry solution, oh, no, you're not. but the principles should be the same, and we should be able to at least agree on those. In broad strokes, more guns is not going to equal more safety, and taking everybody's guns indiscriminately is probably not going to reduce the problem because... Because
1: you can get a gun if you want to get a gun.
0: Right now, at this point, or, and there's also the fact that right now there are so many guns, you still have to get all those off the market. So what you can do is say, okay, all legal, all law-abiding citizens are now going to not be able to have guns, the one that aren't law-abiding are still going to be able to access all the guns that are currently out there yeah. that will be pushed into the black market. Well,
1: but. the other thing, too, is that a lot of people that end up pr- committing these like mass shootings and stuff a lot of them were law-abiding before they did that. Well, so, like,
0: you, There was a time where every criminal was not a criminal. You yeah, know what I mean? There was exactly. a time before they were criminals, and they had to do something to get that criminal status. So, yes, you're going to have people who have guns and decide, today is the day that I'm a killer.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly, which is why, like, you know, background checks I think would be a good thing, but we've had a lot of people commit mass shootings that didn't have any criminal records, so, like, a background check was not going to catch that person.
0: I.e., the people in San Bernardino.
1: Oh, yeah, and, and they bought their guns legally
0: yep it's obviously background checks are not enough but I I, beyond that you know like you said it it, it does get very complicated I will say this the stabbing that happened in the London I think it was it was even an airport or a train station um, this just happened like yesterday or the day before Mm -hmm. which was considered a terrorist attack I don't know if they have more information about it it was a knife and I could tell you there wasn't a body count. Yeah, because it wasn't a gun. Right. Because if you if you had that person, assuming their goal was to harm as many people as possible, the
1: knife is a lot harder. The
0: knife is is going to be it's going to be very difficult well, here's to hurt thing. a lot of people with a I,
1: knife. I read about something like this where where you know a stabbing or when you actually have to. Get someone with a knife, like you actually have to have like a level of like
0: The psychology is different. The
1: psychology is very different. You have to have a level of anger because like you actually have to like put the knife in somebody. It is actually very difficult to stab someone. They're oh, like so close to you. No. Whereas a gun is one of those things where you can it's, be like halfway across the freaking room. You don't actually have to see your victim in person. Yeah. You it's don't very, even
0: yeah, you don't even have to see their face. It's a very passive yeah.
1: act. It's it's definitely like a very cowardly act of aggression. Whereas like if you're gonna stab somebody, like you better be ready to fight. You know what I mean, because like they're gonna be able to push you off of them. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you're gonna have to like hold them down or some shit. Yes. Um. So yeah, I mean that's definitely uh the I don't even know what I was gonna say, but you know
0: it definitely well it changes it changes the nature of an attack via knife as opposed to by gun. I mean, and and it's a an, it's a in my opinion it's one more reason that that gun control should be. Top of the priority list.
1: Yeah, that's true. Because I definitely have heard people be like, "Well, if they want to hurt somebody, they're going to hurt someone." And
0: fewer guns are more important. The other thing too is, imagine if there were f- far, far fewer gun sales. What you do is you take power from the NRA, and they help to create this culture of fear that we have. And oh, they, yeah. They, because because it it literally translates to gun sales. So if you take the sales away from them, you take the money out of their pockets. So it actually has a. And this is kind of separate from the from the debate as to whether or not we should have access to. Guns. but it would, I think, have a positive outcome in as much as it would, it would take the teeth out of the NRA lobbying.
1: Uh well, let's just, you know, I don't know. I really just hope that this not, does not become, it's, it's a trend at this point, but like, I'm so burnt out, like, I really don't want to see another one of these shootings. Um, so hopefully, hopefully people actually get serious about trying to figure out how to fix this problem, because at this point, too many people have lost their lives and it's just really getting exhausting. <laughs>
0: All right, you ready to move on? Let's do some let's do some Florida man. Florida, Florida man. I'm good. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> if you're new to our show, um, we are from Florida so we're allowed to shit on our home state. And what we do in this segment is I have got four Florida man headlines one of them is fake and Patrick has to determine which one is not real so a florida man has to determine which florida man is not a real florida man
0: i'm up to the challenge okay you ready yes
1: number one florida man running from cops stops to pet cats and goes to jail
0: florida man running oh so he he got caught because he stopped to pet some cats yeah okay okay i think i i'm thinking probably but go ahead uh
1: number two Florida man tries to rob convenience store while dressed as Darth Vader.
0: Yeah, that seems likely. Uh, like, very likely.
1: Number three, child protective services called after Florida man offers toddler as payment at Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, I, I, something smells a little fishy about that one. Um, I don't know why. Apple. I mean, there are Applebee's down there, but I feel like a toddler would be more likely to be offered as payment at like a TGI Friday. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's the impression I get.
1: That's so dumb. Okay, number four. Florida man witnesses stabbing at Art Basil, does nothing because he thinks it's performance art.
0: Ooh. <laughs> I know there was a stabbing at Art Basil, so I think that was true. I think it's the third one. I think it's the baby is payment.
1: Oh, god damn. You're getting good. You're right. Yeah.
0: you. Well, I think you went just a little oh, over the top on that Applebee's? one. Oh, uh, yeah, I of Applebee's? Yeah, I got the feeling you were trying to... A different
1: restaurant wouldn't have tipped you off?
0: I don't know. Offering a baby, maybe a puppy? I
1: thought Child Protective Services, you know what I mean? Like, I thought that yeah. could be... You know what? The Art Basel thing was really was really interesting because people actually took photos with the stabbing victim.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Oh, my God. That is awful.
1: Isn't that so horrible? Like, God damn. But to be fair, when we went to Art Basel, we saw some really awful uh, performance art. Remember that oh. lady coming out of a giant vagina? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, it took her like 30 minutes to get out of that thing, too. I was like, you know, you should, yeah, I feel like with a little, like, Proper lubricant or something, you get out of this. I was gonna help her. I was like, "Can I just help her out of this?" She's, oh my god, it she was, was stuck. It was because so it was weird. dangling from several it chains. So, it was like a vagina swing.
1: Oh my god, it was so weird. So you know what? As much as I'm judging the people, it, I mean, if I, I don't know. I context is important. I wish I could see like what actually happened during the stabbing. Thank yeah. goodness both people are okay. But like, if maybe oh, she was good. yelling like, "This isn't an art piece. Like, someone help me." You know what I mean? Like, was she letting yeah, them that, know? Like, that's
0: the thing with performance art. And 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 more than performance art, I feel like performance artists are looking to constantly trick people. Oh, that's true. You know, like that's that's like that's one of the devices that they use is like, oh, you don't know if this is real. Like the like the garbage can in the middle of the museum.
1: Oh, right. And mm-hmm. then you
0: throw some garbage in it, and somebody comes up and is like, like that's so not a garbage can. <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm pretty sure it's a garbage can. And then they're like, whoa, we blurred the lines between art and reality. <laughs> and you're, you know, that's
1: so true. Um, so I don't
0: blame the people who are taking pictures innocently. Oh my
1: innocently. God, that just blew my mind. Um, so listen, let's wrap it up. I actually have a slanguage beef for you. All right.
0: Um, Man, you are killing it today. You are pretty much, are pretty much responsible for today's entire show. Well, so. listen,
1: I was ready last week, and that's why. I actually didn't do that much work. I did all my work last week on the show. Well,
0: you're killing it. Thank you. Thank you. you. Mm. You're welcome. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay,
1: um, ready? Okay, so this week's Language Bee is in honor of The Wiz Live. Uh, this is actually a word that was used in uh, The Wiz Live, but it's a real word. Okay. Um, the word is mollywop.
0: No, really? You did not just pull something out of a. out of would, would, what? Did the lollipop children use this no, word? No, no, no.
1: This is a first. Okay, excuse me. This is a real slang word, and one of the characters in The Wiz used this phrase. It was like a,
0: oh, okay. they incorporated it okay. into the show right.
1: and then it made me think like it was really funny and I thought, oh my God, that would be a great slanguage B word.
0: Oh my God, seriously, mollywop. Um, yeah, the tin
1: man said it, if that gives you any um, any context. Okay,
0: so the tin man Tin Man didn't have a heart, right? Right. So that I have no fucking clue what a mollywop is. Is it a noun?
1: No, it's an action. It's a verb. It's a
0: verb. Okay, so when you mollywop somebody, mm-hmm. That's when you...
1: Don't look over no. here. <laughs> I see you looking over here. You little
0: cheater. Mollywop is hard. Come on. Give me some... Give of, me some...
1: I try to usually pick hard ones.
0: Give me some context.
1: Um. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you what he said. Right. The Tin Man said that he would mollywop any fool that tried to mess with Dorothy.
0: Oh, uh, mollywop is when is when you is like a it's like a like a bitch slap.
1: Yes, it is a bitch slap. Oh, it
0: actually is. It's a bitch
1: slap or like to knock the fuck so, no, to like knock someone out. Nice. Yeah. Good also, job. that's derogatory. I also help bitch you. slap. So well, you know, okay, whatever. Maybe you have a dog that was misbehaving and you had to slap. The bitch. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad thing. Um, so listen. We definitely want to hear from you. We didn't do listener questions, but you are still more than welcome to send them to us. We have an email address. It's lnbpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us using the hashtag last name basis or just tweet us individually at Cheskalee.
0: Tie optional.
1: Because we always like to hear from you. I think we should do like a mailbag episode because we have so many emails. We
0: do. And we keep putting them on the list. so, So don't think we're ignoring you.
1: Yeah, we have so many that we are going to answer. Let's try and maybe put that on the list for next week. We owe you because you've been so patient over these past two weeks. So uh, I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis. Pretty awesome. Thank
0: Thank you. you.